This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we're recapping a great week for our track and field teams. Women's basketball picked up another NESCAC win, and we'll chat with our Bobcats of the week. All that and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. Track and field dominated the headlines this week in Bates Athletics. On Friday, Elise Rubchinuk won the pentathlon, finishing first in the 800-meter run, the high jump, and the shot put along the way. We caught up with the New Hampshire native to discuss the victory. Having my first event go really well for me kind of set me up for the, for the day. Um, I ran my best time ever in the hurdles, uh, which is just really great for your confidence going into your next event and all the events to follow because, you know, if you start off with something you're not really happy with, it kind of sets you up not to do that great. Yeah, because your specialty is really the high jump and the shot put. So the hurdles, obviously, <laughs> not necessarily your specialties, but it worked out. So what, what allowed you to do so well in the hurdles, you thought? Uh, I think I just got a lot more comfortable with it this past week. I ran them for the first time in three years last weekend at just the regular meet that Bates had. And I think just being a lot more comfortable running through the drills, I got a lot more confident and I could be a little more aggressive and attack the hurdles. Whereas the previous weekend, I was still a little shy about it and sort of, you know, didn't really run that fast. I know on Friday when you did the pentathlon, it was just the pentathlon and the heptathlon going on. That was it. Well, so what was that kind of like for you? Because you're used to being in a big meet on Saturday. I think it actually helped me a lot. I, I feel really overwhelmed, overwhelmed when there's a lot going on. Um, just to have, you know, four competitors, at least for the women, uh, there are a couple guys competing too. But I like it a lot more quiet. It takes a lot of focus um, for a lot of the events, especially high jump. And to not have everything just happening around you makes it so much easier. On Saturday, both the men's and women's track and field teams finished first in the Bates Invitational. Junior Allison Hill won the 60-meter hurdles in 9.12 seconds. She also won the 200-meter dash in 26.84 seconds. On the men's side, Bates swept the first five spots in the 3,000 meters with junior Evan Ferguson-Hall taking first place. Junior Captain Patrick Griffin won the 600 meters, and senior Captain Nick Margitza won the shot put with a top throw of 52 feet, 11 inches. A complete list of all the winners and results from this past weekend can be found on our website, athletics.bates.edu. Our male Bobcat of the Week this week comes from the track and field team. He is sophomore Adedire Fakaridi. He won the weight throw this weekend and finished second in the shot put. They call him D-Ray. And he's our male Bobcat of the Week. Well, obviously a nice week for you and the men's team as you finished first in the Bates Invitational. You won the weight throw. What was working for you there? What's the technique behind that weight throw for you? Honestly, it's like consistency over like a couple months. And like last year was really huge for me because I learned a lot. And it was really an event that I had not thrown before, so I had no bad habits. So Coach Farashian did a really good job in just teaching me the basics and having a teammate like Mick, Nick and Sean Enos from last year, who is a phenomenal um, weight thrower who actually holds the uh, school record. It was good working behind them. And you also do the shot put as well. And I know you and Nick, the captain, are pretty close. So how does that relationship work with him having all that experience? Yeah, actually, the shot put is actually an event that I really need to develop a lot more because I came in the school with a lot of bad habits from high school. So it's really good to have Nick, who's 
performing at such a great level, um, being top 10 in the nation, uh, working behind him, it's definitely improved me and pushed me to get better at the shot. You mentioned the school record in that weight throw that the previous guy had. Is that one of your goals to break yeah. that record someday? Yeah, definitely. Definitely by my senior year, I'd like to um, definitely compete against John Enos and try to get best his effort of 66 feet. How close are you right now? I'm, at, I'm sitting at 56 and some inches. My goal this season is about 60, so just to chip away at it a little by little every year. Now, you're from New Jersey, and what attracted you to come to Bates here? Honestly, it was the liberal arts education and kind of like the uh, the different environment that we have here. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, uh, a city, but it's kind of, it has a real homey feel around campus. Everything's very accessible. And I really like the uh, the community that we have here, how everyone, like, we, we, we're not, we're competitive, but we're not competitive in a cutthroat way. So, you know, we're intelligent kids and we're just trying to find, we're trying to best ourselves every day. And I really like that about the school. Now on the weight throw, which is, as you mentioned, your specialty, and you hadn't done it in high school, you said, right? Yeah, I not done it yeah. in high school. So um, what, when you first arrived, how did you come to end up starting doing it, basically? Um, when I first started, uh, I still remember the locker room with Nick and Sean. They had this huge, like, uh, we had, not huge, but it was a small discussion about like how every year there's a freshman thrower who comes in and they need to like set the freshman record. Sean had set the freshman record at 15 meters something. Nick bested that. And then I set it last year at 60 meters 08. So it's actually pretty interesting. We have some contenders this year. Uh, Zach Campbell, uh, Tyler Harrington, and Dan Marino. I'm hoping one of them can take beat my uh, freshman record of 16 08. And that really, that's, that's the telltale sound of who's going to be the next good weight thrower, kind of. So I'm really excited to see who's going to fill in the shoes as a sophomore next year. So Yeah, and that, that competition, I guess, really helps with the team internally, right? Yeah, it helps a lot. Um, actually, another uh, point that I like to bring up is that my my throw of 17-24 uh, two weeks ago that put me ninth in the nation, it actually didn't make it to the top ten list in the Bates weight throw. So, yeah, so it's actually competitive. Like, we had a great line of throwers. So if I'm to make it to the top ten list, I'm pretty sure that basically seals your deal with the national. Because it's, we just had, we, I just come from, we come from such a great line of throwers. So it's really, it's really an honor to be a part. So that history was emphasized to you early on, wasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, Coach Farishidian, I mean, before coming to Bates, he had coached in, um, in Kentucky and another, and Appalachian State, uh, D1 college. So he's had 67-foot shot putter and, many 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 great throwers so it's for him to have that knowledge and you know coach us it's it's really an honor to have him as a coach and so from the weight throw from a technical perspective what are some keys to him having a good one uh, i would say a good one is definitely slow out the back and you know nice balance position and just really landing in a good balance position on your second turn and just ripping out of it rip ripping ripping that weight as hard as you can standing up <laughs> and how do you train in the off season uh, definitely this offseason I emphasized a lot on weight training. Uh, last year I didn't lift as much. I, I'm a pretty naturally strong person, but it definitely made a difference me lifting as consistently as I did over the break because it made the 35-pound weight definitely feel a little lighter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's a typical practice day like for you? Uh, well, we have um, Monday or shot days, Tuesday or weight days, uh, and Wednesday again or shot days, and t Thursdays or uh, weight days. And then Friday before meets, uh, coach just has us do a little technique and we're in and out quickly. And then uh, a couple of meets obviously coming up. You're not at home anymore, but you're going on the road. What are you anticipating on these, some of these road trips? Um, well, this Saturday we have USM coming up. Um, I'm really pretty excited about it because we have a huge opportunity, the young guys and me, to put some out there and uh, be competitive and hopefully win the meet. 
So I'm really excited for it. <laughs> and then uh, what's your relationship like with those younger guys? Because you're a sophomore now, so you, do you have a mentor role kind of with them? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of interesting how everything develops. I, I don't really think of myself as a mentor, but I mean, definitely these guys, they look up to me to some, in some regard, and it's really an honor to kind of like uh, direct them and almost be like another resource for them to kind of interpre interpret what Coach, Coach Farishidin is saying to say it in their language so you can get a better understanding of what's going on. How much do you keep track of all the runners you guys have? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. Like the, I've noticed the better I've gotten at my sp particular event, the more I'm, the more I focus more on the other events because I realize how difficult what they're doing is. Is you know, in the beginning I was more centered centered around myself, but as I got better, I started to focus more on uh, on the runners. Like for example, Alan Sumerall running a four minute 22 second mile this past weekend being his first mile and he's only been running competitively for two years and a week and two days it's pretty insane so yeah absolutely just any other thoughts on your season so far and what some of your goals are moving forward here uh well so far my season i opened up pretty well which is pretty awesome um, i really i'm really excited about that and moving toward the season my ultimate goal would be would be to go to nationals with uh nick margitza I think that would be like definitely, definitely would make my my uh, my sophomore season indoors. Absolutely. Well, we'll keep close track of it. Thanks so much, and congrats again on being Bobcat of the Week. Thank you so much. In the world of alpine and Nordic skiing, the Bobcats competed in the Colby Carnival this past weekend. In a strange quirk, the women's Nordic skiing team finished tied with Middlebury for fourth place, and the men's team also finished tied with Middlebury for fifth place. Bates combined Nordic and Alpine skiing teams placed seventh out of 16 teams at the Colby Carnival, just nine points behind sixth place Williams and 195 points ahead of eighth place St. Lawrence. Our female Bobcat of the Week comes from our Alpine skiing program. Junior Kelsey Chenoweth placed 12th out of 55 women in a two-run combined time of a minute 35.85, including a second run of 48.60 seconds that was eighth fastest in the entire field. Kelsey Chenoweth, our female Bobcat of the Week. Pretty good weekend for you all out there at the Colby Carnival. Um, how, what's your evaluation of how the weekend went? It was good. Uh, a lot of things could have gone better, but it also was not a bad weekend. Well, it's, it's always a challenge, right, because you, you can have a great first time, and but you still got to complete the second trip down the hill, basically, right? So how much pressure do you feel sometimes after you, if you had a good first time on the second trip? That's been my problem recently. I usually get a lot of, like, do well first run and then kind of get the stress going and <laughs> kind of not do as well second run but um that should be gone soon hopefully <laughs> i'd rather have two good runs than a good first run and bad second run <laughs> sure and then last year you competed at nationals what was that experience like um it was a lot of fun um it was a lot different than the normal carnival season um the intensity level was way higher um, really good teams from out west and central. They're kind of intimidating, but it was a lot of fun. Got to meet them all, and they're all pretty cool. I know, unlike other teams, you all obviously have to practice off campus, obviously, quite a bit away off campus. So yeah. what's that kind of like for you, your, you in terms of your schedule and everything? Um, well, I just have to make sure I don't have classes for two or three afternoons or mornings in the week. Um, the drive's kind of just the drive now <laughs> I don't I'm kind of used to it um, but other than that it's not bad I really like the venue at Sunday River so that's it's good training 
the women's alpine skiing program fairly small team so what's that dynamic like this has actually been the biggest to spend since i've been here <laughs> so finally have a full carnival team which is good <laughs> and i know you recently had the skiing rooms uh renovated and everything what's that been like um it's been awesome um we all get our own little space and uh tuning area so that's been working out perfect what prompted you to decide to come to Bates back take us back a little bit um mainly for skiing um but I also wanted to stay in in New England I'm from Vermont so it's close enough to home where it's not like a trek to get there but I also can have my space <laughs> well this upcoming weekend you're going to Vermont right yeah that's I'm, a little bit of homecoming for you what's that gonna be like I am actually going to my hometown so <laughs> So yeah, it'll be fun. Um, get to show my, the team where I skied when I was growing up in my hometown. So it'll be fun. So this is obviously a course you're pretty familiar with. Uh, yes, I'd hope I will remember it well. <laughs> How often did you ski there when you were growing up? Um, pretty much every day. So it's it's it'll be a throwback <laughs> for sure. Does that provide you any sort of advantage in terms of familiarity, or does it not really matter? Uh, it just it depends. It's been so long. It's been like three years since I've really trained there, but we'll see if the if it'll come back to me at some point. <laughs> so you haven't been to this spot in college yet to compete? We have, but it's it's not like the basic familiarity that you'd get for training every day. But it's it'll always be like my home hill. So <laughs> sure. And what are some of your goals here moving forward this season? Um, I definitely like to make it to NCAA's again. Um, possibility of U.S. Nationals, but um, we'll see with school and everything else combined <laughs> if that'll work out. And I know there's two types of skiing, obviously you have the Alpine team, you have the Nordic team as well. Did you ever do any Nordic skiing growing up? Have you always been Alpine? I've always been like competing in Alpine, but I, I did dabble in some Nordic skiing when I was very small, <laughs> but yeah, I got out of that pretty quickly. Well, what attracted you to Alpine compared to Nordic? I didn't really like going up hills, so <laughs> the ride up the hill was nice. So, and also I liked going fast, so <laughs> it's a lot better than Nordic. <laughs> yeah, and what's what's the challenge? For, what if you challenging? I guess to you, you want to go as obviously fast as possible, but you don't want to go out of control. So how do you balance that? You have to know the snow conditions, the like the sharpness of your skis. Everything kind of comes together, and you have to just be strong the whole time and. It's, yeah, it, you can get out of control. You can have some nice crashes. <laughs> Hopefully they get on video. But <laughs> Right, and then there's two events also, the Solemn and the Giant Solemn. So for you, which do you prefer and what's the different strategy? Um, I, it really depends on the day for me. I go back and forth, which I like better. Um, I've been getting better at GS recently, so that's, that'll be good. But, uh, yeah, it's they're very different in like almost intensity level I don't know it's slums very quick and Jess it's it's still like fast motion but they're different but I like them both and for the carnival events it's the overall scores combined Alpine and Nordic what's that dynamic like to have to like look to see how the Nordic team's doing and everything it's pretty fun um yeah, it's great when they do well. It's great when we do well. Whenever we reconvene back on campus, we're like, how'd you do? It's like, it's a good dynamic. What's like one of your biggest areas you've seen yourself improving, I guess, over the last few years? Um, maybe just my mental 
state. Like, I would always, like, think too much in the course. So I'm just kind of letting it go and seeing how that goes <laughs> and working so far. All right, and then uh, any other thoughts on this season going forward and how the team's looking and everything? I think it should be good. Um, we're all getting in our groove now. Uh, training's been good, and snow's getting a lot better, so we can work with that. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's good to have some actually significant snow finally, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're looking forward to the rest of the Alpine skiing season. Thanks so much for the time. Yeah, thank you. Moving to the hardwood, while both basketball programs fell to Connecticut College on Friday, the women's basketball team bounced back to defeat Wesleyan on Saturday by a final score of 59-53. to Nina Davenport led the way with 19 points. Top of the key seems to be your spot, right, from deep. Uh, how, how often do you work on that in practice and everything? Um, in practice, not too often. <laughs> Usually I just work on it in our warm-ups before the game, make sure I can hit a few before the game starts. What worked particularly well, in your opinion, in this game for you guys as a team? Um, I think we made the extra pass, and also in the second half we focused a lot more on help defense, which you know contained a lot of their easy layups that they got in the first. And Bernadette Connors added 10 points, a game-high 9 rebounds, and a team-high 4 assists keep fighting I think that's what coach Montgomery has brought so much is that we just have to be stronger like mentally so we just keep fighting and I think that's something that's like becoming our identity. While the men fell to Wesleyan on Saturday their extended road trip is almost at an end. They visit Tufts this upcoming Saturday at 2 o'clock and the women host Tufts at 3 o'clock at Alumni Gym. This week is your last chance to see the squash teams in action at the Bates Squash Center this year as they host Colby on Wednesday at 6 o'clock and host Virginia and Connecticut College on Saturday starting at 11.30 a.m. We caught up with head coach Pat Kosker to preview the final squash home matches of the season. Well, Pat, rivalry uh, match with Colby coming up on Wednesday. Uh, what are you most looking forward to seeing this upcoming uh, match with the men and the women? Yeah, it's always fun to host Colby uh, here at Bates. Um, they're a well-coached team. We enjoy playing them. We have a lot of friends on the team. Um, we cross over with recruits pretty often with Colby. So, um, it's it's always a good match, uh, both men and women. Um, we obviously want to win here at home in front of our fans and, and our support system, but it's always been a great rivalry, and um, there was a really spirited, well-coached team. And then two matches on Saturday. What's that like for the team, both the men and the women, to play two matches in one day? You'd already, you've already done it this year, I mean, because the men did it a few weekends ago, but what's that like? Yeah, it's tricky. Um, it's hard, you know, especially with uh, being here on campus on Friday night with uh, some distractions it's it's tricky to, to wake up early and have to um, prepare physically and mentally come to the building and, and play your one match and then quick turnaround hydrate rest stretch uh, eat and then play again it's it's tough and the two teams that we're playing uh, Con College is a NESCAC rival and we want to beat them and and UVA is a, a team that's gotten a lot better really quickly and um, and they're coming up to Maine for the first time ever and and they want to beat the three main teams to, to move up in the ranking. So uh, they're, both teams are coming after us, and, and it's our final final day in our courts this season uh, with our four seniors, and, uh, you know, we want to we wanna play our best and win. Yeah, it's basically senior day coming up on Saturday. Anything extra special planned? Yeah, it's a special event because, um, you know, these four seniors are all international students, and it's the first time it's happened this way. Um, not necessarily by design, but but these four students are are extra special because they're they're from far away. You know, their their parents don't get a chance to come and watch them play every weekend like some of our other students. And um, you know, three of the four students 
decided to apply early decision to Bates and then come to Bates without even looking at Bates, without even visiting and coming on a recruit overnight or a, you know, an official visit. So, um, you know, they have a special place in my heart because they really took a leap of faith to be here and to play squash for Bates and, and to be student athletes here at school. It's, um, you know, they're, they're actually special to me. Um, and uh, we want to send them off. We want to we want to do something special and, and celebrate them and, and uh, send them off with a couple wins. And then after that, NESCACs are right around the corner. They're coming up. And so what's the <clears throat> preparation like for NESCACs? Obviously, it's very important in terms of the pecking order in, the, in this conference. It is. Uh, NESCACs will determine our seeding at nationals. And this year's, uh, the, the dynamics of our national tournament this year have changed a little bit. The format has changed. So, um, so 16 is, is the cutoff. If we play, if we're 16th or higher, we play on one weekend. If we're 17th and lower in the rankings, we play on a totally different weekend. Um, and we're sitting right at that cutoff mark right now. So, um, beating, some of our NESCAC rivals, the usuals, Amherst, Bowdoin, Williams, Middlebury, will be really important to determine our, our final seeding going into nationals. And then can you give us an update on uh, Ahmed Abdelkhalik, how he's doing? Yeah, Ahmed's great. He's been uh, he's nursing a little bit of an injury, um, but he'll be fine, and he's he's really taken a leadership role in helping with practices and helping the guys motivate, um, you know, moving forward towards nationals and, and NESCACs. And, um, you know, I really think that uh, some of the success that we're about to see, um, you know, I guess I'm going on record predicting some, some wins, but some of the success that, that the, the guys team is about to experience, I think will, um, you know, Ahmed will play a role in that. And then looking on the women's side, Christina and, and, and Vicky at the number one and number two as first years all year long. How do you think it's gone so far? I mean, they've, they've won most of their matches. Yeah, it's been really tough. I know, um, you know, being up there and being so young and inexperienced on the college level, but um, they've really handled that that pressure um, tremendously. Uh, I'm really impressed. Um, all the team, you know, the, the entire team. Uh, we have eight new students on the team out of 11 or out of 12. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a real, uh, it's, it's been interesting. It's been a lot of fun. It's also been, um, been challenging for sure. Um, we've changed culturally. We've changed a whole bunch of things in practice. We've changed our, some of our pr preparation mentally and physically. Um, and the women have really responded well and, and they're not done yet either. They have a lot to, uh, to achieve as we move forward. NESCACs will be uh, a big part of that, but the UVA match this weekend is, is huge. Um, UVA, their computer rankings are, they're right at 16. They're a little bit ahead of us. And, um, and so if we can knock them off at home, then, um, that puts us in a good position to, to move forward and to get into that top bracket for for nationals so we'll see you know every day is an adventure with with uh eight new students on your team so um but it's been a lot of fun they're they're a great group vicky and christina have, have led at the top of the ladder but um you know but our captains have done a great job of of helping the the first years along and um you know their their future is really bright well a total of six squash matches between the men and the women coming up this week colby on wednesday and then as we mentioned uva and then con college on saturday pat thanks so much thanks aaron the alpine skiing team heads to the university of vermont carnival on friday and the track and field team split up and compete at the john thomas terrier classic and the university of southern maine invitational this weekend the swimming and diving programs head to wellesley this saturday for a meet that also includes connecticut college starting at one o'clock We'll recap it all next time on the Bates Bobcast.